0: All right, so is there anything that we haven't talked about? I mean, because there's essentially limitless options, but is there anything that you want to say or stuff that we didn't get to or maybe we talked about and skipped past too fast that you feel like you want to put out there?
1: I think my biggest thing is let your kids fail. I think as a society, you know, and parents, I'm a parent, you don't ever want to see your kids struggle and stuff like that. We've eliminated all of the failure. You know, we... All the kids care about nowadays is what their grade is. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we give retakes and we do this and we do that, which I'm not saying don't allow them to make stuff up, but let them fail. Let them fail. Let them feel the pain of failing because I see it, you know, when the kids in my shop, you know, the first thing they do is maybe they're working and they mess up. They, they cut something in the wrong spot. And so they're like, Miss Gregory, I messed up. I need new wood. I'm like, no. You know, unlike English where you can just hand a new piece of paper, you know, and it's 0.01 cents or something like that, you know, like there's a pretty significant cost, you know, depending on the material and and everything else. I was like, you're just going to use it. And they're like, but it's wrong. I'm like, yeah. Are you going to take points off? Yeah. You yeah. made a mistake. You're gonna get penalized. You know, if you have a real job and you make a mistake, you get penalized, you know? Yeah. And I'm not not necessarily fired or something like that. If you make enough of them, you yeah, will. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. They can't they're all caught up in, well, I'm gonna lose points. And I'm like, all right, now how are we gonna fix this problem? The better you get as a woodworker, Yes, there are basic skills and fancier joints. Most of it's just figuring out better ways to fix the problems that you made. (laughs) You know, like, (laughs) how how do I fix this mistake I made? Or, Or how do I incorporate, you know, there's a knot in this board. You know, I've got $100 in a board, which is not unheard of. You know, I'm making a table for my little brother right now. Just the wood on the top of it was you know $400 and it's yeah. not even that nice yeah, yeah <laughs> you know <that's laughs> and, and I searched long and hard to get it that cheap yeah um but it's got some knots in it so how am I going to deal with those cuz he doesn't want big ugly knots in his you know yeah. you know so I'm going to have to figure out ways to inlay some material things like that to make it look nice but the kids are all caught up in in their grade and you know we've Oh, if you don't have a 4.6 GPA, you can't get into college. Yeah, you can. Yeah. You you really can. You can get into college with much less than a 4.40. You know, if
0: if you are serious about it, you can. There is there's always a way. Yeah, especially especially you know using community college, especially. But yeah, there's right
1: there's yeah. I... So so that's my biggest thing is is let your kids fail. Not every kid has to go to college either, so let's stop pushing that quite as hard. You know, mm. you look at our, you know, student debt crisis in America; it's crazy. You know, you you know, we talked a little bit earlier about the kids not completing college. You know, so here a kid goes to college, kind of because he was.
0: It was just what he was supposed to do. It's yeah. what
1: he was supposed to do, or they were supposed to do, and now he has tens of thousands of dollars in debt. Maybe he got a, They got a degree. Maybe they didn't, but they still had that debt. That's not well, going saying, away. That's
0: one of the scariest parts of the student loan issue that I think people don't, I, I think we know it, but I, I feel like that part gets talked about less is how much of that student loan debt doesn't actually accompany a degree, right? You know, I and, and I forget I used to know the number, and I'm gonna, I'm going to say it's it's half, and I, I'm just guessing now, but it's it's like a huge. It might even be more than half. Like it's a huge percentage of this massive amount of debt we've accumulated, and you don't even have the diploma that you're paying for. All I do is on an application, I check the box of some college, right? You know, and I'm that some college is fine, but if you paid $25,000 to check the some college box and nothing else came with it, like you could have done that for, you know, 400 bucks at your community college, just the same. Um, yeah, I, not, I mean, you know, and I'm a guy who loved college. Like I, uh, I had I loved a great college. Time college. Like I, I, you know, I went to all the classes <laughs> and I went to all the parties. I just didn't sleep. Like that was, so I'm, I'm not ever saying that and like, it's not good, but not everyone has to go as, is big and, the failure, there's a, I'm going to butcher this quote, and if you like it, I'll, I'll send it to you. You can look it up. But it's. Um, I think it's like Thomas Dewey, and it, it says – I have it on the wall right above the, the screen in my room. Failure is instructive. The person who thinks or thinking person learns quite as much or quite more from his failures as from his successes. If you, If you're a thoughtful person, you learn more from all the mistakes than from all the stuff that you did right. And I don't know that we're currently running school that way. Um, because I need the GPA because I need to go to school because I need you know Um, and I, I think it's a distraction
1: yeah I, I do too you know like like I said the kids once they make a mistake their brain shuts off because now they're worried about I'm going to lose points on this as opposed to okay I made a mistake how do I fix that mistake maybe my shelf is an inch shorter yeah it's a shelf that you're going to take home. Mom's going to love it anyway. Yeah. yeah. You know, mom didn't know what the dimensions were to start with. (laughs) That's right. That's right. You know, and we do a, a plastics project that we're working on right now, um, where they get like a logo or something like that. And they cut it out using the bandsaw. Well, as they're cutting it out, you know, they're, they're focused on the line and, you know, let's say like the Nike swoosh or something like that. Well, if you deviate off that line a little bit, but still have that basic shape, everybody's going to look at, it and you're, you're going to vacuum form it anyway. So it's not going to be a hundred percent. They're going to look at it and say, it's the Nike swoosh, where if you veer off of it a little bit, and all of a sudden you make a drastic correction, it's going to have a big hump in it or, you know, right. and it's going to look worse. And I'm like, once you peel that pattern off, nobody knows where the line was anyway, you know. So yeah. so gently come back into
0: that. Learn to work with your mistakes, yeah. you know. Um, I mean, you know, and it's, and it's a different application, but it's the same mindset. The AP language class that I teach is different than most English classes because it's the first time where it's mostly nonfiction and argument. It's not Shakespeare. It's not literary analysis. I always tell them, you you actually said this earlier, you know, you said kids can tell you what, 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 and then they forget it. So when they learn some stuff at the beginning of your class and then they forget what, and then later on they don't know how to do things, I tell them that really good classes, especially later in high school, are all about how and why. Or, you know, how do I do it and then why. Or if you're reading something, it's not about what the author said. Anybody who can read can tell you that. How do you say it? Why do you say it that way? And it takes a while to, to do that thinking. And so we're now at the point in the year where kids are – now is when the, the the improvement picks up. You know, like kids have been writing and they're low on the on the AP grading scale for the right. whole first part. And it starts to click. And for some kids, it goes real fast. Like they write one bad paper and then boom, they're good. And for most people, there's one or two in between till you get to this point. But now is also the part where the kid who, say, on a nine-point scale wrote a two. And then they wrote a three. And then they wrote a two. And and I have students who are literally like crying or holding back tears and they're like, I think I'm just gonna drop the class. I'm like, It's February. Like I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna cancel my AP exam. I'm gonna get my money back. I'm like, they give you like less than half of your money back. Like, why even just do it? and like no, I just can't and I'm like, No, 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 look. It's not like you know, what is it? The, the growth isn't always a straight line. You know, you look at the stock market for a week, like right now you'd think everything's awful. And then if you like stand back, you go like, Oh, it does this all the time. Like you have to have these moments where you failed or whatever. And the kid who has that experience and doesn't quit in the end is eventually we're going to get it. But you probably learned a lot more along the way. And things are probably more important than how to write the paper. Like your ability to like respond and persevere to ask for help, to do the rest. And if we don't let them fail in the first place, you didn't learn any of those other things. And none of that shows up in your grade, but it yeah, shows up in thing. everything else you do in your life. And I don't know that we're doing that part very well because if you don't, if you don't struggle and learn how to deal with that one way – and whether it's in school or you can do that in sports practice, you can do it wherever. But like, that's probably more important than your ability to write a rhetorical analysis essay in the long run.